0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the A3 Footy Podcast. We're a little bit lo-fi this week. We've only got one microphone shared between the three of us, so uh, we'll make do. My name's Alice Catalano. I'm joined by Alex Miller.
1: How are you, boys? It's good to be back. It's good to be back. With That's the one mic, though. Uh,
0: we had a little bit of holidays so far. Yeah, a
1: little bit of a break, a little bit of sauce, and... Yes, I may <laughs> know soon. Doc. Doc's here as
2: always. Uh, good, good morning, gents. Good afternoon. Everyone else. Probably <laughs> Everyone else well, probably good evening, when, by, good time evening this, yeah. by the time this, uh, this episode gets up. But yeah, we're down to one microphone. It's uh, We're on uni break, so apparently we're not allowed to take anything else. Yeah, we're only
1: students here.
0: Bit of interesting circumstances today. (laughs) Yes, but uh, Twin Boon has literally told us to go fuck (laughs) (laughs) ourselves.
1: Right, okay.
0: We're back in uh, we're back in the swing of things though. We're back to nine games a week. The buy rounds have officially finished. Isn't it nice,
1: gentlemen, to have more than a couple of games to watch this? I
0: know, it was nice. It was nice. I pretty much got around every game this week, aside from Essendon,
1: really. <laughs> those <laughs> weren't too bad on Thursday. It, it, no, it was, it was nice. the
0: one game you probably should have watched. <laughs> I know, I know. You pretty pleased
1: are... with the result? I was pretty pleased. I was pretty
0: pleased. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Smack McKernan, was that touch, boys? Yes or no? Oh,
0: yes. Yes. Look, it probably was, but... It was the umpires call and the umpire called the goal. Okay, so.
1: moving on, we're gonna to go to the, <laughs> the Port and Bulldogs game.
0: Yes. What a wet and rainy, horrible Saturday night that was.
2: I I didn't even get to watch this until <laughs> Sunday morning. i decided like, well, I had enough of watching my team suffer, so I went I went to go watch the wrestling with my brother on Saturday. It's <laughs> a fair
1: call. It's a fair
0: call. Well well me and Miller were watching yes. the VFL. And uh Doc sitting there watching the bloody replay of the footage.
1: Yeah. We're yeah. having two different conversations. <laughs> we were, me and Kat we were talking about the VFL and Doc's like, Oh Bailey Smith's a bloody good player. And I was like, yes he is, but Marcus Bontempelli, and have my children. Yeah, it was that was a fantastic game. It was a great game yep, to watch, yep. it wasn't it, Kat though? on the Saturday night. Like you said, very wet mm. conditions. But we saw the Bont. Uh the be Bont. The Bont and Big Dog's Street.
0: Makes it look made it look dry out there. Do honestly. you think
1: he's the best wet weather player in the comp? He'd be close to it at the moment. He surely. would. He would be. But I reckon it, he is.
2: It's pretty hard to base it just on the one game. The dogs don't play a lot of wet weather footy.
1: Oh, but when he, I've seen previous games. The they're last usually couple of under years. the dome, aren't you? <laughs> yeah,
0: they're usually under the roof,
1: uh, under the lid. What do you make of that being closed permanently, boys? of all, we're on the uh, marvel, the roof being closed. Terry Wallace loves it.
0: Yeah, it's good for TV. It's good for the players. So. I don't have any issue with that. What
1: do you think, Doc? You're a big man that goes there a fair bit.
0: Yeah, um,
2: oh, look, I look. I'm personally all for it. I mean, I, I actually don't mind the roof being yeah. open because, like, particularly if it's a nice sunny day, let, let, let some light in. But it, it, mm. like, I can see where people come from to argue to have the roof closed permanently mm. because, yeah, like if you if you've you know, you guys haven't played football, but you, the sun can get in your eyes absolutely, you know, yeah when when you when there is um when you're playing on a sunny day, so. I can totally understand. I reckon having the roof closed permanently will just, you know, end all this discussion of uh, yeah,
1: should it or not?
2: Should, yeah, should, should we leave it open or not?
1: I agree. I, me personally, though, I don't really give a rat's behind <laughs> because it's sort of like. It feels like we're it. playing indoor sport now, and these they're like the players are like plants inside, and they can't have enough sunlight, <laughs> so they're going to shrivel up. And Josh Dunkley's going to.
0: Better here first. They're like plants. Um, And Josh Dunkley is a Venus flytrap, apparently. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd like to talk about Paddy Lapinski. Oh. Two weeks in a row, this man has uh, a. <laughs> he's broken out two goals, seventeen touches, seven tackles. And the thing that I that is standing out to me the most forty four pressure acts. Mm. Oh. This man is a beast. <laughs> oh. It's now a month of good footy. He had twenty
2: three touches in both games for the buy. Had a, a big one against Carlton. Mm. Big one. It was yeah reasonably good last week. He had a career high thirty two mm. against uh, who was it against um, Collingwood. Had career high thirty two mm. against Collingwood, and then like. Disposal wise, probably not his best game. He only had the 17 touches, but he was very impactful. So, so super impactful. I super impactful. So. Kicked a couple of snacks. Lovely soccer off the deck in yes. that last quarter.
1: I think we we talked about it last week. Doc Paddy's been building in the VFL for you know a couple of weeks, and it's good to see him just out on the paddock now, showing what he's worth. Mm. But the whole Dogs team. Yeah, I think we can also. Yeah, they were kudos. just outstanding.
2: Well I, done. I, I think this is probably the best four quarter effort I've seen from this team all year, and that's not saying much considering the fact that they usually play two to three.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Gee I wish. thought I was, everyone played well though. I, I, was, yeah. I was
2: specifically I was pretty nervous about the third quarter because Port only got to about three points, and mm. I was thinking, oh shit, here we fucking go again. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, spectacle. But the Dogs, they they found the way. They they found a way to respond, unlike most weeks, and they've just. Delivered the goods. Uh, Bailey Smith, he'd, he'd he'd be a dark horse in this Rising Star race. A,
1: he played 14 tackles as well 14, with, with 14, his 22. 14, 14 tackles. Rook Smith kicked his first goal, gentlemen, and you yeah, well. boys give him a bit of flack but I think that's the best game I've seen him play.
2: Yeah, I think I think everyone gives Rook Smith a bit of flack I reckon every, te- every every team has every team has that whipping boy and that's a Rook Smith and and Rook Smith's and Rourke Smith's our boy. Uh, <laughs> but it, that, was, that was arguably his best game.
1: But right. before we go to Port, Ed Richards, boys, only the six touches. Mm. Obviously wet weather, though. But Did he
0: have six touches? Yes. That was it. Oh,
1: yeah. Aaron Norton had the Maybe same. Maybe
0: he could. He had seven tackles as well, which is good to see. At least he was putting in effort around the contest. Bit of a
1: second-year blues from the young man, but hopefully he can find his touch a bit.
0: Yeah, he's, mm. been, yeah, he's been dropped before
2: this year. Like His game last week against Collingwood was pretty good, so he'd be very stiff to miss out if Oh, I don't think they'll make any changes. Game, I would yeah. uh, before you go to port, yes. um the stat I read during the um the week, most tackles in a game by a player in their debut season, Bailey Smith third with the fourteen tackles. Jeez. Behind Jamie Elliott who had fifteen, round mm. fourteen, two thousand twelve. Interesting, isn't it? And Mark Hutchings, who had sixteen in two thousand and thirteen. I could definitely
1: see Hutchings, not Jamie Elliott though. Yeah. I
2: mean, yeah, ja- Jamie Elliott's very surprising. And uh Bailey Smith equaled Michael Barlow for it with fourteen tackles there in twenty ten.
1: I How's think the that? big thing about that Elliot one is probably it would have been midfield half forward back then when he was at yeah, Rookie. Yeah, playing
0: a bit of a different role.
1: Um, I want to ask you about Cat. Yeah, mate. Uh, Port Cat. You, you're a big fan, I'm sort listening. of. What did you make of their game? Obviously, Ken was very disappointed post-match. Where are they at as a football club? You can't go from being Geelong to, no disrespect, losing to the Dogs on your home day. Especially at home. Oh, look, at home. No no, no disrespect taken, mate.
0: (laughs) No, look, they're probably one of the most up-and-down teams in the comp. I mean, I think they've pretty much gone all year, win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. I think their best footy is, like... It's like electric to watch, really. I mm. don't want to use, you know, it's a pretty overused term, but they are. They're oh, baby!
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a
0: better one. <laughs> um, I don't know. Look, you just look at some of the stats, and some of these guys maybe not performing as well. Robbie Gray, he still had a goal in 24 touches, but in terms of, like, pressure and tackling and everything, he was pretty down. Um, I don't know. There's a team that's full of so many young kids that they're bound to have those inconsistencies. And they really tried to plug young kids into all those really important roles, you know. Losing Pollock and Wingard was mm. probably pretty big for the club, and maybe even Pittard to a degree. <laughs> and the guys that have slotted into those roles are, you know, Ryan Burton, like Xavier Dersmer. All young. Um, yeah, and then Butters as well. You know, I, I, think um, you, I, th- I think you've nailed it on the head there.
2: It, it ports a young team, and with young teams, you're going to get really good games, and you're going to get games where they just don't turn
0: up. And
1: Do they make the eight this year, though?
0: No. So they're going to struggle if they make it they're out round what the first week of yeah, finals I agree. A It's a
1: fair call. they're not making it yeah, it's uh, good to see Scotty Lysette boys had a dominant game mm. uh, Tim English played alright Tim all right, English
0: but got taken for another ride he there. did he'll it, learn he's he'll
1: learning learn. but you know Lysette 21 touches 9 tackles and 42 hit outs
2: look mm. Thought Timmy did alright in the yeah, first is. thought Timmy did alright in the first half, but after half time, I think it's just that experience And that, um,
1: the tank. In that yeah. wet weather, it's always going to be tougher. Yeah, yeah,
2: the experience the tank it's that, hard for the big guys and the that, wet. That, that that kick that kicks in after half after half time.
1: It was good to see Charlie Dixon boys back on the park again after last week. So. I another
2: two. <laughs> I reckon for a for, I reckon for a big boy, he was their most damaging player in the wet.
0: Yeah, I did I believe I did message at one point during the game saying Charlie's been looking dangerous all game. He'll kick a bag soon. Yeah, yeah um give him a week or two.
1: But a couple of those kids that you mentioned, weren't the greatest. Riley Bonner only with the 12. Desmond with 11. Willem Drew only had the 10. Uh, Joel Gardner. I think Drew
2: went to uh, Bond and Pelly after quarter time when he absolutely tore them, tore them a new one. So,
0: I think...
1: I think, yeah. Farrell didn't do much, boys. Oh, Played one. a bit of a defensive mm. job on Caleb Daniel in the first half, but then Daniel got off the leash a bit.
0: I did like the game of... um. Ben Jones is a guy who I've really enjoyed all year. <laughs> His disposal efficiency, well, you know, everybody's a bit... <laughs> under in the wet but 26 touches at 57% it's not too too bad do you know know
1: he's missed one game since he's debuted wow
0: who Ben Jones
1: yeah and he was dropped for that game
0: jeez
1: he's played 77 or 76 out of a possible 78 he's a
0: very underrated uh, halfback flanker he's a good player for sure but
1: it was a good win by the dogs and hopefully he can string together another one this week who
0: do you play this week doc Uh, We've got the cats. The cats.
1: (laughs) So, yes. Oh, no. (laughs) We'll be winning.
2: Well,
0: That's at Marvel, isn't it? Yeah, it's Mm. at Marvel.
2: We'll uh, we'll rally around and boo Luke Dowhouse out in
0: the building. That's going to be fun. (laughs) It's going to be great. So, Uh, the next game we're going to touch on. Yes. The Sunday Sunday Twilight game, which actually started at 5.20. (laughs) So it didn't finish until about midnight. <laughs> uh, That's how it works. The, the Blues and it's the a Marathon Dockers. game.
1: <laughs> the time delay. <laughs> three hours. So about eight, we start.
0: the Blues and the Dockers. This was this was a spectacle of a match.
1: It was a great game. And, uh,
0: it swung back and forth. And I must say, being in a house full of Blue supporters, my family, uh, they, they erupted. They they were up and about. They won- the last quarter. Celebrated like they won the bloody granny.
1: <laughs> Five goals to two to zero by um, zero three in the first quarter not sure mm. how. For it was you. a
0: really, really poor start.
1: Yeah, it, it,
2: it seems to be the norm now because that's three, three games now, but they just three like leaked da- goals in the first three. David Teague coach <laughs> games where they've had such a miserable start, mm. and then they just somehow managed to turn up.
1: What is that though? Is that just a mindset thing? Do you think, or the young kids, or what?
0: I think that's got to say that their starting structures are probably need a bit of work mm. if they're leaking that many goals that early in the game.
1: Especially mm-hmm. against no disrespect to Frio, who's got a bit of a shambled forward line at the moment, mm. to concede five goals. They're
0: so all over the place, aren't
1: they? Frio. Uh,
0: They've cut a lot of injuries to their big guys. I think
1: they're just going to miss out on the eight as well, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I don't see them. It's going to depend. I think uh, someone's back this week, aren't they? Is. Lob back this week Sandy Sandy's uh, back Sandy The Ruck Dog Ruck Dog
1: hey. Been barking for a while <laughs> he's, been, yeah, he's been up and about the I think Fife has to explode Over the next month though. He's had a great year No doubt But I think he just needs One more step Mm. Because their midfield, who's been good obviously with the emergence of Walters, and we've seen some other players, kind of Blakely, good to see him back, boys.
0: Yeah, Blakely, Blakely and Logue, great stories of the year for yeah. Rio. Pl- both playing well in every game they've been back.
1: Well, you were saying at the start of the year, Kat, he was your um, golden boy. He was going to have a big year. Blakely, Blakely. Yeah, and then
0: he did that hammy in the preseason. But he's
1: been, been good since he's been back, 31.
2: Yeah, he's he's always he's always been a very likely type, Connor Blakely. So
0: good, good to see, good to see him playing some good footy. My um, man Eddie Langdon, yes, did well again, twenty six touches, but unfortunately thirty four percent disposal efficiency. Look, that's not great. <laughs> not, yeah, it's not great. It's good, not great. <laughs> it's not
1: great. I just think the great thing for Carlton from this game is that they had so many different goalkeys. They had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, a different goalkeeper. For 11
0: goals, which you probably haven't seen from the Blues for a while. So. Since
1: about 2003. so
0: <laughs> <laughs> How did a couple of our mates go? Uh, the prisoner of war, Brett Buley. Brett Buley. <laughs> we, it,
2: yeah, we, uh, we, we, ga- we gave him that nickname a couple of weeks ago when we went to uh, Melbourne Free <laughs> Miller, just like, he's like he looks like a prisoner of war, this bloke. <laughs> he, <laughs> he,
1: just because he's got a shaved head. No, nah, he just looks rough. He <laughs> looks like he's seen some stuff. Uh, 15 touches. <laughs> he's been through some stuff. 15 touches for Brett. Um, were, I just thought a, nope. l- a lot of the Freeman players are just down a little bit. Bailey Banfield's an interesting player for me, boys. Dominates mm-hmm. in the twos, but just can't shrink together enough consistency. Like He's a perfect size, 190 centimetres.
0: Was he tagging anyone?
1: I'm not I sure. I don't remember
0: seeing him. No, I ba- think ba- so. Bailey
2: Banfield usually does the tagging job, so mm-hmm. he's not a, not a big possession winner.
1: Oh, he's had some games, though, where he's just been fantastic. But uh,
0: old, what, what, old Darty. What, old Darty kicked
1: four. Darty kicked four. Did he?
0: Got a bit Darty. What about, what about, what about Switters? How did he play? I thought he was, you know, he was dangerous for about a five-minute period yeah. last quarter, and that was about it, unfortunately. It's just going to take disappointing time. disappointing to see after his game um, last mm. week, where he had a fantastic effort. But
1: Mark Murphy, obviously the hero, boys. Mark Murphy. Great to see him. That
0: passage of play is unbelievable. I'm not
1: sure what just happened, really. That
0: is honestly unbelievable. Everything that happened, Casbolt standing up in that tackle to get that handball out. He fought off three.
1: Almost magically. He Literally, they slipped off him. And what?
0: I've never seen quite a more effective tap-on than from Zach Fisher. No. Ooh. That was precision. He's a bloody smart player, Zach Fisher. I love him. He the is. kid's
1: only 20 still. He's always
0: buzzing around, isn't
2: he? Yeah. He, he, always he, around the contest. He's a hard worker. What about Ed Kerno's game? Oh. Mm. Th- 32 disposals. He had about, what, 16 clearances? Well, was, what was it? Fourth <laughs> on the list of all time.
1: That's ridiculous. Clearances <laughs> or something
0: like that. <laughs> yes. Oh, 15. he had 15. Sorry. That 15. is ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> Four. No, nothing big, but uh, just 15.
1: But I thought all the, the Carlton, especially with Cripps and Kerner, they wouldn't be been given the chance to win this game. So, mm. David Teague.
2: Well, Cripps didn't play, so.
1: That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah.
2: saying. Oh, yeah, Cripps and, and Charlie Kerner went early, yeah. yeah.
0: That's all right. He big Bot
1: it. played he well with the 30. Should have kicked at least one of the two big goals he had. Big Bot. Nick we're Newman, well. who we're a big fan of here. Yeah,
0: I'm looking at the six inside 50s and five rebound 50s for Nick Newman. That is ridiculous stats.
1: He does really well between the arcs. Yeah. I think he's just a very dangerous player in general. I will, say,
0: I will say, I'm going to... Oh. Uh, Ho- holler back to my call from the trade period of Nick Newman being secretly one of the best traders yeah, of, of 2018. And
2: it, it, it's running wild, I reckon. It's running wild. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I'd say it's pretty up
2: there. He's pretty up there.
1: <laughs> it's running wild. Um, but yeah, Carlton are in a good spot, boys, so it's good to see them get a win.
2: They're yeah, happy
1: for the Blues. That's now.
2: Awesome. So, so look, David Teague, I've got to ask, is, yeah. is, is he the man to coach Carlton next no.
1: year? No. Oh, no. They're going to look externally. I think it's so weird. I think North because and Carlton because
2: that's it, two wins down three games.
1: Yeah, Orest Shaw's won four and five. Mm. He won't get the job though. Ooh, the problem is though. Yeah, I love you. I'm a big fan of both those guys as well, Coach on. But I think both those clubs like to look away from the club. They want a fresh pair of eyes.
2: But who who's, who will coach? Who will want to coach Carlton next year?
1: I could definitely say. It's crazy to say, but Elsa Clarkson. Oh, I, a couple of weeks no, ago, I said no. I don't then. see leaving right? Hawthorne. I really do not. I you do. Know. I think the current kind of state of the club's just a bit of shambles at the moment, just yeah. where they're at.
0: Mm. Yeah, look,
2: maybe Carlton are closer to a flag now than Hawthorne. Ah, oh, who knows? <laughs> I think
1: Wayne Carey said that Hawthorne are further away than anyone, so.
2: They're done. Yeah, look, yeah, look Hawthorne are a bit all over the shop at the
1: moment. They so. are. They're an,
0: they're an ageing list, and the young kids are still very young. Yeah,
1: so, uh, Ruckman cat. That. And young Ruckman, two things that go for you like yes. deep-fried chicken nuggets.
0: I've, I've been talking about or, the or beers in a sesh for cash. beers in a, <laughs> a sesh. I've been talking about the Ruck Renaissance for a few weeks now. <laughs> um And our man Big Barge Marshall has proved us proved us right by topping the play ratings for the past month. No one is higher up on that play ratings list than him, and he's surrounded by gun midfielders on there.
2: Such a shame they're not surrounded by gun wins. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, a bit rough. Oh
0: look, the Saints did their best. They play, the almost beat us. Yeah, they were a yeah left, they were look, look I will admit it was
1: a lot better. It was a lot better game. They they showed a lot better effort, but I think Richmond's that first quarter when we were down eight to nothing. I think I had to change my underwear a couple of times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Bargey, uh, he was like one of the most dangerous players in the comp at the moment.
1: Do you think, Cat, it takes two seasons at least for a ruckman to emerge, well, especially I, someone I think like him?
0: Mister Marshall has shown us that it's not quite true. He played a few games last year. He didn't played have, twelve last year. Yeah, so about half the year. Um, but yeah, getting a good run out of this year, and look at Riley O'Brien as well. This kid actually dominated the Ruck against the Cats. He had about 46 hit outs, and he wasn't against nobody. He was playing against Ray Stanley, who you'd think should at least be able to beat a young kid in the
1: Ruck. Well, we've mentioned it a couple of times recently, with Sam Jacobs going out with injury, mm. Riley's come out of nowhere, but he's been building in the um, in kneeful. W- Sandful. Sandful. <laughs> for you, a couple you, of years. You always
2: seem to get that, right? I always, get, <laughs> okay.
1: state leagues, I always right. think Waffle's sand, for and I can't put them in an order. Anyway. Every
2: every, every
1: state league is the needful <laughs> Look, let's, let's just pretend. <laughs> but he's been Everybody building for a couple of years so it's good to see him get a chance. So where Sauce Jacob sits at the yeah. end of the year will be interesting.
2: Mm. I like the I like the thing because Brady Grundy's been
1: strongly linked to go to Adelaide. But Adelaide don't even need <coughs> him now. I don't think they will go for him. Oh sorry, I think they'll go for him, but they won't pursue him as heavily. Yeah.
0: That's making me excited for the future of the rest of the uh young rucks as Ooh, well. Oh, getting really excited.
1: <laughs> Sam Draper. Just reminiscing hopefully. about the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Draper, hopefully next year Cat gets a bit of a run yeah. in the ones, which will be good. But yeah, Once congratulations to uh, Rowan Marshall. We're a big fan of yeah.
0: while well, we're talking about Essendon players and trades. Are we?
1: Well
0: <laughs> Sam
3: Draper.
2: I I was just gonna say have a look at his uh last month. He had twenty twenty four 24 disposals, 24 hit-outs against Port. 18 disposals, 40 hit-outs against Gold Coast.
0: Mm.
2: 12 dis- big Whitsy. Twelve disposals, 37 hit-outs against Brisbane Lions. It's another experience. Ruckman is mm-hmm. Steph. Steph, big stiff. And uh, 19
0: disposals, one goal <laughs> and 33 hit-outs. And nine, Next, yeah. and, and nine marks against Richmond. So Those he's, are elite numbers. Those are elite numbers.
1: I think the biggest thing with him as well, he's goal-kicking. I don't know if the goal-kicking numbers are there. He for, can kick so as well. straight. Uh, six,
0: six
2: goals, two from 12 games this year.
0: So. I honestly think that he has one of the best set shots for a Ruckman in the league at the moment. I
1: just think his ability to go forward just presents a different target. I mean, gives Josh
0: lead, he can mark, and he's fucking dead-eye. He he, sure. <laughs> yep, well, he wasn't really
2: a dead-eye last year. He kicked 6-13 last year. Yeah, last year, year
1: he a bit odd. off. He's, he's field-kicking and... General and gulking has improved a lot, and mm. I think Richo.
2: I think the Saints are uh, gulking in, in general has improved, so
1: I like where the Saints are sitting at, they, they played well against us anyway.
0: Eggs, anyway, yum, we're yum, cracking yum. a few, yum, yum, yum. we're cracking a few open. I've been tasked with uh, the fried eggs this week, so I'm just gonna um, bit of structure here. Bit of structure. <laughs> I actually had fried Alistair Clarkson, oh, he is my fried egg for the week <laughs> because of one reason, one reason only, and that was the. Horrible decision to play Tim O'Brien on Jack Darling. Yeah. Jack Darling kicked five goals.
1: Mind you, the couple of them were a bit like Joker Jenkins girls. Don't know if you boys saw them. Yeah, but still... But still, know, yes, I Timmy, agree.
0: Timmy should be sticking with him a bit harder than that. And I think Caden Brand would have done a much better job. It's a fair call. Jo-
1: Josh Kennedy kept goalless guys for the first time since the grand mm-hmm. final.
0: He's goal kicking. Well, since he's cut out that stutter step, his routine's been munted.
1: Yeah, it's munted. Absolutely Ooh. munted. That's crazy, though. Goalless for the first time in a year. Yeah.
0: That is... know, he's just been, uh, it's been very average.
1: Yeah, well... They still won, so I had a good all <laughs> <good whole> <laughs> But
0: yeah, Clarko, Caden Brand's playing on some good form. Let the kid play.
1: Never Get thought, him in. Never thought I'd hear Get that him back sentence in. put together. Yeah, yeah,
0: I wouldn't have thought that either, because Caden Brand had been so <laughs> ordinary, <laughs> so ordinary <laughs> in the VFL for so long. He's he's large detractors, but... Uh, he's yeah. improved
1: out of sight, so congratulations to him.
0: But yes, get Timmy out, get Caden in.
1: Where does Tim O'Brien's career sit at, boys? Obviously, he's been trolled both ends of the ground. Hasn't really fanned very little any form. I,
0: I
2: think I think he'd be lucky to get a gig in the uh, SFL twos at this stage. <laughs> right. I've
0: actually seen he's him ordinary. W- the best form I've seen him play is when he was um, up on the wing, <laughs> yeah, playing as a bit of a link man, bit of, kind of a Nick
1: Railton type character. Yeah,
0: I think he can go all right there, but I don't know. There's no space for him on the wing. The horse can play speedy, um, speedy,
1: wings. speedy boys. Tom Scully. You know, it's interesting. I saw the Telstra Tracker stats for all teams, and they harp on about Tom Scully. You know, Cameron Ling loves that. Yes. But <laughs> Brandon Ellis actually covers more distance than him per game.
0: Is that just after his move to halfback, or
1: no? That's his this just year. Generally,
0: just this year.
1: But I just think like. We don't hear anything always about f- Ellis always or...
0: finds a way to put Brendan Ellis in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like to... favourite man.
1: Well, Tom Phillips covers more, but we don't hear anything about their running. We just hear about oh, Tom Scully covers so much ground. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Tom, go! Yeah, great, good on him. Um, fried, scrambled,
0: scrambled. Who's got scrambled?
1: I've got hard. I've got scrambled. Doc, you're doing hardboard first, actually. I've
0: got
2: the hardboard. Um, well, I'm going to North Melbourne. I thought Jai Simpkins' game on the uh, the weekend.
0: Mm. I reckon since uh, Reece Shaw has taken over, I think his game's been. Uh, Did you boys see that stat about the metres gain differential since Reecey Shaw's taken over? Massive. Before round 10, it was like negative uh, 1,600 or something. And since round 10, it was like positive 2,000 metres game. Hmm. So North playing a much more aggressive and attacking game style, and I think it's benefiting, yeah, guys like Simpkin. Yeah, I mean, his
2: game on the weekend was um, was outstanding. He had 30 disposals and 17 of them were contested, so I, I've never thought of Josh Simkin to be a contested ball winner.
1: I did so a couple couple of months
2: ago, and everyone was like, oh, he's a nice, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and 11, 11 clearances. Yeah, pretty good. That's that is huge. <laughs> that's, that's that's yeah, pretty pleased. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if I was a North Melbourne supporter, I would have been pretty pleased because Jai Simpkins' first couple of years have been pretty ordinary.
0: Can we were talking about Port might not make the eight from here. Can North Melbourne make the eight? I just think. Can they do it? I, I think they're a chance. I've, everyone run home's not bad. Mm, I, I think they're a chance. It their, just depends. Their toughest asks are against. They play West Coast. They play Geelong, um, and I think they play another top four side.
1: I think for me, it just depends where they sit at. After Sean when he, Sean Higgins returns, mm. where they're sitting. If they can string together, you know, another two wins without him, they're definitely in the driver's seat. But I don't know. It's going to be very interesting how the sort of the bottom, the bottom four of the top eight pan mm-hmm. out.
0: Yeah, it's it, still very rotating at the moment. Isn't yes. it? any of those could drop out. It's yes. still as
2: open as anything. Richmond are in the eight at the moment.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't believe it. They
2: are. Yeah, you wouldn't have believed you wouldn't have believed it. Don't the dons are knocking on the door. <laughs> Don's are knocking on the dogs. The dogs are, uh, the dogs like are
1: a game that.
0: outside the eight. Hell, that's just the year it's been, though, isn't <laughs> it? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, J- yeah, Josh J- J- Simkin. Uh, like he, he's he's always shown glimpses of what he can, what he's capable of, but mm. for some strange reason, he just doesn't do it enough.
3: Mm.
2: So, so. I think, the, ga- the game, yeah, the game he had on the weekend against Collingwood. Well done to him. Great to see. Good great, on you,
0: Joe. Great yeah. to
2: see. And I'm, I'm hoping that's th- that's the turning point of his career because I think he's got super potential. oh great And he can be, and he can be anything in this league. He
1: could be. He, he could be a somebody. Jasper peter at 25, by the way, boys. he's got 88 efficiency. I love, efficiency. So I he love he's it. getting all strong.
0: You love Jasper peter. I think he's he's a weird looker, but he's a he's a good lad. Man,
1: man's an all strong.
0: Bit, bit bit of a yeah, bit of a weird operator,
1: I reckon. Man, Man's man. an Australian, is he? Man was an Australian in twenty sixteen. No, he was in the Australian
2: squad. Doesn't matter. Squad of forty. Counts. Did didn't
0: didn't make didn't make the last He's got 20 four
1: 20. four more Brownlow votes than you, mate, so. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: okay. That's how it is now. Have, um, ever any votes in the uh, best and fairest? <laughs> stuff down at,
1: down ba- at the hands?
0: Barely. <laughs> barely. <laughs> Might have polled
2: one or two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, that's a good hard board. I've got an interesting scrambled gentleman. Tell me. Um Nathan Buckley. Ooh. Is my scrambled for this week.
2: That that's an interesting call. I was gonna go with Stephen Motlop, see shit. <laughs>
0: but we just have a smear campaign with Stevie <laughs> Motlop at the moment, I think, mate. He I hates hate port, it. remember? <laughs> I don't hate port, I just hate Stevie. <laughs> No, nah, it's Stevie. Stevie, eh? Stevie,
2: <laughs> um, not slop, more like. <laughs> D- Drown him in your honey, huh? <laughs> right. Um, all, all right. right go all go, right. go on. We're talking mate. We're
1: talking Buckley. We're talking Bucks. Interesting comments, obviously, last week against uh, the Dogs, where he ah. said it's the worst game. Collingwood have played all year. Mm. And Luke Beveridge responded this week, if he would have caught his press conference, saying that he thought Nathan's comments were interesting. Yes. And a little bit unfair.
0: Because they still won. Yeah, so it's a bit unfair on your opposition, isn't
1: it? Um, sort of, um,
0: so it's
1: like talking down the opposition. Well, not like he didn't, he didn't say like we just played badly. He's not saying that like the dogs didn't put pressure. Dogs put pressure on us, or we didn't play our way because of the dogs. So yeah. that was interesting. But Buckley this week then said, "No, I thought last week was our worst. This week was our worst." And I think Collingwood are in a very, very interesting predicament.
0: I think Nathan Buckley thinks about football in a strange way. Do you remember that comment he made last year after? <laughs> Unique he,
2: individual. After
0: after they beat your mob, after they beat the Tigers by about five goals, and he was like, "Yeah, that's the best side we've played all year." It's like oh, in I that final, just, yeah. No, no, it was in about round four or something. Two, round two. It was, two was early. One. It was early. Yeah.
1: Played two games. And it was a bit, yeah. Of course, yeah. A bit strange. Um, <laughs> best side we've I just don't, I year. don't know. A bit, bit of think, a boffin.
0: I think where Collingwood are
1: sitting. Um, James Stevenson obviously out for the whole season until finals, but mm. that's clearly
0: Elliott's a- coming back in though this uh, this week or the next. Well,
1: depending on who knows with these hamstrings, they're like mm. Jello shots. They just bit <laughs> week
0: <laughs> a bit wobbly. A bit wobbly. <laughs> they're like the Jello shots a bit wobbly um, and filled with vodka. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just think where they're sitting at, there's a couple of boys that need to get the chop. Mm. I think Josh Thomas has been the side for a couple of weeks, hasn't done really anything. Levi Greenwood just hasn't had a good month, so. He needs to swing the axe He's yeah. played favourites a little bit I think for too much of the year And I think the likes of Josh Dakos, Isaac Quayner Who we'll get to later on In the show Yes,
2: Dakos played a good game On Saturday night
1: Yeah so And Ben Crocker played Well so well, That's
2: rare Ben Crocker <laughs> playing well In the same sentence <laughs> yeah.
1: So so where the pies Are oh, sitting sure. out, um Nathan The pies Just in a bit of Scramble mode at the mm. moment
0: Yeah alright Fair enough mate Yeah very good Very good No doubt No doubt Thanks good. for sharing <laughs> I'm glad we could all Appreciate the uh the pies together. <laughs> what have we got
1: next? Uh, we've got We're going time back warp. we to the
0: past, aren't we? No. We're going to the future this week.
1: Now, Whey! As, Whey! as you know, time warp is, yes, usually back to the past. But I was sitting at home running this run sheet and I thought, there's nothing from the past. I want to think about the future. Mm-hmm. And the time machine has the ability to go a little bit into the future. So, okay. with that in mind, I'm going to ask you boys, mm-hmm. and we'll just give a little, a player and a little brief reason why. In the next three to five years, who is the face of the AFL? Have we're going to start on my face. right.
2: Have we, have we got any uh, rules here? Like, what? What? You know How old are we talking about here? When we
0: ta- When we say young players, we're talking first year. Oh, players?
1: whoever you think in the next three to five it could seriously be so the face say of the, the AFL.
0: Face players of the AFL. You'd say guys like Dangerfield, five, Pendlebury, Grips. yeah, Pendle's. So, so okay, so, so, gone as well.
2: Yeah. So, okay, so we're going to look for um, players that you know are going to be the real face of yeah. AFL when these guys call it call it da- day. So, so,
1: so, who do you think, um, Doc?
2: Grindmires. Grind. <laughs> and his and his dad. No no. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, oh. the face. The face. I got. Bailey Smith. Bailey Smith really has potential. I think there is genuine, like the way he's played this year at games. I think you can see in about three to five years' time, there's going to be, he's going to be putting up maybe twenty-seven disposals and ten tackles a game, maybe seven clearances, mm. and you can almost see him playing. I can almost visually see him up there in the brown low every year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, if the Bont's playing more of a half forward role towards the end of his career, I reckon somebody like Bailey Smith, who's probably in the prime, can mm. take over take over as the number one mid. In there, you've got yeah, you know, you've still got Dunkley, you've still got McRae. They're they're just possession winners, but this they're, they're possession winners and clearance getters. But I think Bailey Smith is the one that can seriously catapult the um. Yep. To 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 uh, the top tier. Kat,
1: right. Cat, who have you got?
0: Look, I think it's going to be someone from this year's draft because, you know, we've kind of had it touted as the Super Draft. No, you're both going with The Super Draft come even. again. Um, Big bot. Look, I don't know. I don't know who's... Uh, Sammy Walsh, maybe. He's, I don't know... Top 50 player. of <laughs> a personality Sammy Walsh is.
1: We'll find out, won't we? Yeah, we will.
0: It could be him. Number one pick of the second coming of the Super Draft. Could be Sammy Walsh. Looks like a bit of a happy-go-lucky player, I reckon, <laughs> yeah. to be up there.
1: Bit of a they jolly mean, fella. They oh, <laughs> he's, no. he's a jolly
0: old fella. Uh, I'd be waiting to see who, which of these young kids start getting promoted to leadership groups. To uh... a- anybody from Essendon, you can see at the
1: moment from your, uh, I can, your,
0: um, your younger brigade. Andy McGraw has been called a natural leader. Yes, so I could see him being a bit of a face.
1: Next the three to five sport. years isn't that far away. No, it's, it's not, not like not, we're talking it. ten years. It's
0: All right, not. Zach Merritt. I was gonna. He's, got a, a, yeah. he's <laughs> a very a very clean cut lad. Natural leadership qualities. Dirty head. be a Good face for. Good face for the AFL.
2: Yeah, I can definitely see Andrew McGrath being a face of the league. Yeah. He's, he's just such a like because he's 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 a local boy. He's down our way, in, uh Sandy. Yes, I oh, was yes. uh, born, born uh, in Canada. Yeah, born in Canada, but I've but he's lived down in um in the Hamptons for for a bit. Oh yeah, but uh, he, he's he's a good boy. He's he's a really good boy, and I think he's uh he's de- he definitely you know I reckon he's definitely one to uh, watch. Watch. Who are you thinking
0: from the Dons, mate?
1: I was going to go Dyson Heppel.
0: Hep. How old is he to now? He's going to be
1: approaching 30. Yeah. Do- Scott penalty will He was the face of the league for a couple of years. Two three years. So, Dyson Heppel and Dom Sheed. Yes.
2: I like
0: this one.
1: I think Dom Sheed's has been,
0: iconic been moment. a
1: bit of the silent type at the moment. He's, what, 24 <coughs> now? So, by then, he'll be 28 in his prime. I think for mm. Perth as well, I think he'll be a massive forefront of the game and Gill would be fan of him
2: he's playing, at the he, he's playing
0: some great footy at the moment
1: Dom he is yeah, he's, he's kicking goals from planet mars and I'm,
0: not, <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> kicking, my... kicking goals from the 12th row <laughs> my early court started to say Dom Sheed was a smoky for Charlie but I don't know if that one's going to pan out yeah, you
1: get a couple of votes
0: it's he'll poll uh, but he won't win Tim Kelly Stephen Canelio Lucky Neal, front <laughs> runners I reckon anyway
1: but that's anyway. that's time warp
0: we've gone a little bit into the future but uh Tim
1: three Kelly Tim Kelly three to five three,
2: three to five years
1: Probably three, yeah. Four, even. Can and He's, we- what, 23, 24, 24 now. now? Oh,
2: something
1: like If like the
0: man that. a shot at the Brownlow? Yeah. Something, something like that. He might win a couple of Brownlows with, <laughs> within five years. <laughs> will we see... I want Now that we're talking about the Brownlow, will we see <laughs> a, another player in the current modern AFL win two Brownlows in their career?
1: Yes. Yes. Who? The next generation, we'll that draft class, I think the someone, super someone's get it from that draft. Huh? Big, big bot. <laughs> I could de- genuinely see Sam Walsh winning two in a row. Winning two challenges. As Carlton, eventually, God willing, will be up there.
0: <laughs> the five surely has it in him to win another Brownlow before his career's over.
1: You said two in a row, didn't you? That's two oh. in a career. Oh, oh, yeah, definitely. There will be a couple then.
0: Yeah. 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 I think Bonts a good chance. Well, go. too, mate. He hasn't even won one yet. <laughs> you watch this
1: space. I reckon Dusty could possibly win another one next year. Yeah, if but that will have to be. He needs another whole year. Yep. Like His a, last like six weeks has been just. Uh, has been don't get me started. The Bont and the big
3: but, dog's
2: chair has been will poll some serious votes on on Brownline. Um. <laughs> all right.
0: <laughs> Moving on, we don't we don't have. I teams. just want to say quickly yeah, right, before right. we get to teams.
1: Um, if you boys tune into the Thursday night coverage of S and GWS, we got to hear Joe Watson do a bit of the call, mm. and it was fantastic to see him, ba- obviously back from New York, doing his. Yeah, he was on um, talking footy as well. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm happy to see Joe being accepted back into the circle of the footy. It was nice. Um, yeah, I, th- I
2: thought I thought his comments were I thought his comments were really insightful. So. Good to have
0: him back. He's good. He's a good personality, he knows the game. Yeah. He's uh, always got a spot in my heart. Yeah, maybe. for
1: me as well. Like I'm obviously I'm the least favorable of how that all went down. But I think the way we've accepted Joe back has been good. Obviously he's like I said, been he's been making coffees over in New York. So good to see him back and um with his with Timmy and yeah, it's good to say.
2: I think there's like when you when you say the name Joe Watson, you normally you just think of the negative connotation mm. that you know, oh yeah, you know, the drug cheat, yeah, you know, whatever. But I think yeah,
0: you know, if you if you actually know Joe and you actually listen to what he says, which none of
1: us do, <laughs>
0: but I, I would love to. Uh, I'd no, assume but, no, I but for, I would love for Joe to make me a, a nice little latte. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get Joe in the studio? <laughs> make oh. his coffees while we while fire we're,
2: up the coffee machine. <laughs> No, but I think... Espresso, Jones. (laughs) The point I'm trying to make is like if you listen to <laughs> yeah, J- if you, you know. listen to Job and you he's and an intelligent man. He, he knows his stuff and he's actually a, a genuine guy. So mm. I think to have him back and talking footy, I think it's great. He's great for
0: the game.
1: It was nice seeing him in the rooms as well with the Essendon boys. Yes, it Connor was. Connor McKenna talking about the uh, mayonnaise and mustard and God knows what else.
0: Oh, could could you understand him? Could you <laughs> <I didn't laughs> barely get a word? <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> get a word. <laughs> now let's get to the teams. All right, team. Right well, here. we
0: don't quite have teams yet, but there have been a few announcements. Uh, you do, aren't you doing a new segment, Miller? Or have we already done that? <laughs> oh, that's right. Do you want to do a new segment first before we go to teams?
1: No, we're teasing it for next week. All right, we're teasing it, we're teasing it.
0: Oh, right. OK, OK. So yeah. teams, it's been announced that Isaac Quaynor will be making his debut this week for the Pies, which is lovely to see. The kid's been uh, tearing it up in the VFL pretty much all year. Hmm. So uh, good on him. Looks like a likely type to yeah, break out in his debut game. Yeah, I've been a
2: huge fan of Isaac Quaynor for for a while now. He's um He's got good athleticism, I think... He's, gen- I think, he's a good one-on-one defensive player, I but think I think he once it- once he learns, you know, his offensive craft, he can be a, v- a very good two-way player. You guys are shaking your phone. We have off. some breaking we news. We have some breaking news. What's what's
0: going on here? It's been an article published by Travis King on the AFL website. Harley and Freo set to part. Ross hopes for Benel lifeline. La- lifeline. So it's looking likely that Harley Bennell will not be a Docker after this
1: year. Well, it pretty much confirmed, but Ross still believes he's got some top quality AFL footy in him. But
2: yeah, it, it's such an unfortunate thing because Harley Bennell's such a talented player, but
1: just so, his so calves are worse than Jello shots.
2: Just, <laughs> just God. so, just so many things that have happened to him. Like he just, know, just had a rough gig. He, mm. you know made made a, made a complete tit of himself at the Gold Coast, and, then, t- and then and then and then you know he gets a chance to shine at Freo, and his calves just don't turn up.
1: Could somebody look out what that trade was, what Gold Coast receiver, Harley Bunnell? Doc's going to have oh, that one. Doc's on it.
2: I'll, I'll, have um, look, I'll have a look at yeah, that one. To go, to go back to teams,
0: yes. though, for a second, Josh Jenkins apparently potentially making a miracle comeback
1: this mm. week for the showdown. After his knee imploding. Gee, that's good. Also,
0: showdown, Saturday night.
1: It's exciting. Didn't even realise. Won't be on the TV for us. <laughs>
0: no, it won't be. I might <laughs> no, have to hit up the showdown <laughs> and find a nice little place to watch, <laughs> watch the showdown.
2: Set up the bar, hey?
1: Hey! Hey! hey. <laughs> Peace up! Hey! Um, Another one. Oh Jesus! But yeah, there's some going to be some interesting picks to see who comes in and out. Obviously, mm. um,
0: just scrolling through what's been uh, what's been announced so far, but uh, not much. We'll find out. Not a we? whole
2: lot. Uh, Bryce Gibbs had a very uh, poor game on fr- Friday night. Mm. Do, mm. Does does do you reckon if you're if you're uh, Don Pike Miller, <laughs> what do you do? Get
0: yourself into Don's mindset. <laughs> what do you do? Get a bit loose. Get a bit weird.
1: Oh, Bryce Gibbs is to be dropped. <laughs> oh. No. Is, is that your Don Pike impression, is it? Uh, Don Pike talks like this, very excited. Um yeah, the boys are really happy where we're at. And it's not fair. Like this. It's yeah. Bad, so, price. He's always
0: moving his head a little bit. going
1: to be dropped. <laughs> Cuz he, he had 35 disposals Man, he's captured him well here. He's done well. That's oh, good. You need that 40. <laughs> um if he gets dropped, uh, there might be a bottle thrown through some window.
0: We might actually jump on the next flight to Adelaide and heckle them.
1: Shirt-fronting. Yeah, it's going to be interesting game, so let's get to the tips. Before you, oh, have you got it? A- b-
2: before you do that, Harley <laughs> Bennell was traded with uh, pick 22 to Fremantle for pick 16 and pick 35.
1: Do we know who those picks were? Just give me a second. <laughs> okay, I was just asking. Huh? <laughs> <any> hey! <other laughs> <seconds.
0: laughs> <laughs> reminiscing about the 80s. <laughs>
1: Shut up, Paul Salmon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's bloody um...
1: Yes, called? I know. Yeah, it's, it's
0: Kappa. Yeah, it's Kappa.
1: Just reminiscing about... Shut up, Paul Savage. Just thinking, because you gave fish. us stick about Paul Savage. Like and you're a big fish right now. No, you're big, a little fish.
0: Just reminiscing big about the <laughs> <laughs> issue. big
1: pond. Junior, junior fish. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. Let's get to the first game while we're waiting.
0: Hawks and the Pies. Tomorrow night. On Friday night.
1: 50,000?
0: Uh, yeah, the Hawks haven't Hawk been pulling great crowds, have they? 50,000 for a Friday night at the G. I'd be disappointed in that. Especially against Both the
1: teams in as bad as good touches. Pies Those Pies the past for, for we,
2: Before we go anywhere, uh, that pick 16 was uh, Braden Fiorini, which was Ooh, pick 20. That's
0: a very good pick. Jeez. And that's a
2: cheeky pick. Hang on. I'll get the other one yep. shortly.
0: Uh, that is a very cheeky pick. That's a
1: good pick. pick up. Obviously, Braden's played a lot of footy at the Gold Coast and could be a future captain.
0: Racks has 30 disposals on the regular. Yes.
1: You reckon he could be a future captain, Kat? Cap?
0: Uh, they've been, apparently, a lot of young leadership coming through in that club, apparently. Took, um, took yeah. Bose has been... Malsey. Yeah. Malzzy. Bose has been framed as the likely type as well. Corey
1: Ellis wants to be part of the leadership group.
0: Does he? Oh, yeah. does he now? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I, I can't seem to find the other one, but, but, right. an, in- but an interesting one was uh, Harley Balich, who was... Oh, no, hang on. Oh, Balich. Harley Balich was uh, pick 38, traded from Gold Coast, received from Fremantle, so I think that was the other one.
1: Who's Harley Balich?
0: Um, he got traded to the D's and then made a preemptive retirement because he's uh, oh. struggling with mental health issues and okay. it's a step away from the game. No,
1: we wish him all the best. Obviously, Dane Booms boys, we've got to mention. Yes.
0: Oh, yeah, speaking of mental health. I we'll a- just see him make a statement, but obviously he's a cupping a bit of shit at the moment, poor
1: bloke. Not sure why he's had injured anyway. And yeah. It was always to no, be mean tough. think generally, you know. Yeah, I know. For itself, It's, uh, it's I think,
2: a. I, I think his last eighteen months have been pretty rough out, outside yeah, of poor football. Dane. Hmm. So yeah, you know, we, we we all wish Dan all the best. We do. Just hope he's got the support around him that he needs. I think I think he's got more. Back to the pairs. Who are yes. t-
1: who we tipping it for Friday night, gentlemen? I think the pairs will have to bounce back. You, you'd hope so. You'd hope so. I don't want to say Buckley says the worst we played for three weeks in a row. I
0: don't. <laughs> I don't like Hawthorne, but I kind of
2: want to tip him because I don't know what Collingwood do do like it. at the moment. Do it, Doc. Do it. Uh, I, I did. I, I made the bold call last week. No, no, none of you <laughs> gave Melbourne, me. no you gave a good tip. Yeah, I was gonna say none of you gave me credit um, in this I'm episode already. I'm not <laughs> Well, <Ganner. done. laughs> well <done. laughs> But um, oh,
0: no, nah, screw it. I'm going Collingwood.
1: Yeah, because I don't.
0: I'm not i to go, go to the I, I don't, don't trust. <laughs> the, <last laughs> the last thing they want to do, do at the moment is drop out of top four with easily winnable games. Yeah.
1: Saturday night. Now this is a huge game for both clubs. Here we go. Saturday
0: afternoon. Here we go. I'll set, be there. Shut the afternoon. I'll be in attendance. Might be in attendance the myself. The Dons and the Swans. Might be in attendance myself here.
1: <laughs> I won't be. This is,
0: these <laughs> games are usually the most traumatic for mm. me of any at, in the year. At the G. It is it. at the G. Home, it's going to be a big home atmosphere. Of, home of footy.
1: It's a massive game. Lance obviously is still out. Yes. But last week we saw how good that forward line can function without him. So mm.
0: If uh, Tom Papley fires again... I'm, I'm very scared of Who gets him? The Swans. Sard. Saad. To, on, he's not corner. <laughs> Sard for Papley, for Papley. Oh, Papley. Yeah, look, he'll run with him. What are you think I was talking about? I was talking about Heaney. Yeah.
1: No, no, we, we haven't even got the Heaney. I was, I was no, Ryan Clark, Heaney. Ryan Clark. I think Clark. he will. Um, what Ryan Clark Dylan. will tag his own play. Dylan. Oh,
0: he means <laughs> Dylan. Yeah, that's who I meant. <laughs> um, Ryan Clark will tag his own. South doesn't mate. <laughs> have any defensive craft. He can't run with him.
2: Yeah, no, Sard's not a defensive player. He's a very shit offensive
0: runner. <laughs> I would rather see Dylan Clark get Dylan on it maybe it might be the way to go because Papley's been running through the midfield as well maybe get Dylan on Paps interesting game who are we tipping
1: we are the Swans
0: I'm backing us in and in I'm backing us in this time believe it I have tipped us wrong for about the past bloody eight weeks it feels like three years no, I, you know, wrong, I mate. think I'll, I think I'm going and It's a very it's this is this is
2: a very bad choice, but I'm going Essendon. You Essend. wouldn't believe it. I'm
1: going to sponsor my comfortable lead over you two gentlemen. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> um, s- Saturday afternoon. Suns and the Tigers. Two ten at Metricon.
0: I usually get caught out tipping the, the, the Suns in unlikely games, so I'm not going to do it this week. I'm going go to the I'm gonna go the Tigers.
1: I'm going to go yeah. Did you tip,
0: did you tip the Suns last week? Um, no. no, 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 I did not. No, I did not. Yeah, yeah, I
2: think Richmond will. Too, too easy. I think Gold Coast are just hitting that wall now because mm. I think for three quarters they were actually quite good against Sydney yeah. at the at the SCG. But I think that last quarter just—it's
1: been the theme of the year almost. They've had three good quarters, and Stewie gets on the bench and gets a bit upset.
2: Gets, um, gets upset. Gets, gets, on the gets upset for his lack of sausage rolls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the showdown we just mentioned before. Now this this, yeah. this is going to be a cracking game. It's going to be harder than a six versus ninth clash. It's going to be like a one versus two. A lot riding on this game. There is. Who gets the big fat dub?
0: You never know. They're I want to pick, pick Port. They are always so close, these games. Yeah, Port have had their down week last week. They're due for their up week.
1: I Actually, I'm genuinely... I'm going to tip Port. <sighs> Only once we get dropped as well.
0: I think this is yeah, going to be a huge battle. This is going to be a huge battle. All lines are going to be fired. A Josh battle.
2: <laughs> Josh battle lines.
0: <laughs> I'm struggling here, boys.
1: Come on, just tip someone. on. i go on the Crows.
2: Yeah, I think I might go the Crows. Right. I just don't trust
1: Port. Dogs and cats. Now, this is actually a Saturday afternoon clash. Saturday night. <laughs> mate, you've gotten every time wrong so far. What's wrong? You're on the source, mate. <laughs> <laughs> at Marvel, I'm going to go Geelong comfortably.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm going to cats as well. Yeah, look,
2: I think I'll go to the cats as well.
1: Saturday night. The Derby. Night. <laughs> He's got it this time. Yeah, well done. <laughs> the Derby day. <laughs> have a treat. Frio plays West <laughs> Coast. have a Scooby snack. Frio plays West Coast. Obviously, at yeah, Optus. Yes. Big game for Freo. I want to see Freo's ins and outs, but at the moment I'm going to go. I'm going to go Weagles. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think the Weagles at the moment because Freo, Freo are just such a, you know, they're all over the place at the moment. They mm. lost.
0: That's two games now that they should have won. A and lacking forward line's not going to cut it against West Coast backline.
1: Now this is a mouth watering. This 17th. is
0: going to be a big game. <laughs> this is going to be a big game. Seventeen
1: versus sixteen. Oh. You wouldn't read about it. Sunday, oh, but man. honestly,
0: it might be a really quality. Sunday spectacle.
1: afternoon. Oh man. I think David Teague is going to get a win. Uh, yeah, I'm
0: going them too. I'm going Carlton.
1: I'm going Carlton.
0: Yeah, I, I think I'm going to back the Blues in here. I think they can do
1: two in a row. I think anyone would have had all three to us tipping Carlton, but North hey. <sighs> this, this, and them, St Kilda is an interesting clash. Game.
3: Yeah,
1: I reckon the Saints. Uh, what they showed last week was pretty good. I don't,
2: I don't know. We've we've back we've backed North in twice in uh,
0: Tassie, and they've <laughs> and they failed and they've failed over the line under sure, though.
2: Under reshore, really though. Ooh. I'm going to go. I don't know. Something north about Tassie
0: uh, just spuds up all the St Kilda players. We do remember Josh Bruce kicking it straight into the post against the Hawks <laughs> a couple of years back. I'm going to go North Melbourne. Something about, yeah, I'm going North as well. Yeah. They're going to get that hefty tailwind in the first quarter, as they always do, and kick about 10 goals.
2: But as I say, third time's a charm. I'm going North. And lucky last, a nice
1: game. Hey, this here. is a
0: good week. Good Gee, week of footy. This is a cracking Sunday afternoon for footy. Giants and the Lions. The fourth versus
1: fifth. At At G
0: I H B A Giant Stadium. stadium. (laughs) What did you say? G I H B A (laughs) a Giant Stadium, mate. Yeah. Um. (sighs) I I thought Brisbane were pretty
2: unconvincing in that first half last week against Melbourne. I think GWS though. Oh, you know they're at home. They seem to play well at home. I think I might just go GWS.
1: But oh, I hope. Lions, bris- but I hope. Lions. Bris- I'm go Lions as well. But I hope Brisbane wins I think Dane Zorko showed how good he is last week.
2: Yes. And That's a wrap. This is, this is a huge week of football. That's a beautiful. Boy. It's going to be an exciting
1: week. week for everyone.
2: Are you,
1: are you getting down to the uh, Carlton Melbourne game on Sunday, Miller? Look, I might. I might be a bit dusty. If I'm gonna, <laughs> going. <laughs> What's out. on your Saturday night? Uh, can't disclose details <laughs> to, the pub- to the public. To the public. Um, so we can always beep it out. <laughs> <laughs> might get five thousand people rock up to a small event. <laughs>
0: oh boy no, I, I, was, I would be but I've got a family event on unfortunately oh. gotta have lunch with the fam got a 50th birthday
1: yours <laughs> yeah mate mine.
0: My, my 50th I've actually aged my... 30 years in the past two weeks my 50th <laughs> what are you doing at uni then you the old fart <laughs> well that's that's, that's, a, that's a wrap
2: before before we close it out yes um, I have to touch on this because yesterday was July the 3rd and it's been four years to the day since uh, we lost oh, Phil yeah, Wolfe yes so and Phil Walsh just a amazing, play, amazing player and amazing person. coach, amazing player, uh, amazing he play person. For? He played for uh, Fitzroy, Fitzroy, and I think he
0: think played, um, played for Collingwood as well. Oh yes,
1: someone else I think as well. A
0: storied career,
1: and yeah, he's just a great footy person. And well, just we a,
0: see the um, the Crows maybe do do a I, uh, oh, I guess it's uh, it's been four years maybe on the five years they might do the silent huddle again yeah. like they did for the game after he passed. Yeah, I mean, it'd be that, good to see next year.
2: I mean, that was such an amazing round of football, just, mm. a, just emotionally. Just, the whole know,
0: community kind of came together.
1: You know,
2: if it, if, it didn't touch you, if it didn't touch your heart on that weekend, that particular weekend, then you're just not, you're just not
0: human.
1: Mm. Mm. <laughs> you're <just> an extraterrestrial. <laughs> you're, you're an alien.
0: <laughs> I remember actually getting the news. It was, what, what day was it? I think it was a weekend. It might have been a Friday or a Saturday or something. And I got out of bed and I came downstairs. And my, I think I had family come over. And my grandparents were standing at the bottom of the stairs. And my, my grandpa says to me, Alex the Adelaide coach has been killed. And I'm like, what? Like, how do you take that in? I don't think anyone really, like... Pretty crazy. You've got to sit there and process it for a little bit. Yeah,
2: so uh, Phil Walsh played uh, 22 games for Collingwood in 1983. Mm. Uh, he played 40 games for Richmond in... Ah, that's 80, eight, 84 oh, and 86. Club. And he didn't play for Fitzroy. He played for Brisbane oh. in uh, 87 and... Ni- between 87 mm. Mm. and 1990. There you go. Like, I, I, you know, I also remember you know vividly about where I was when I heard the news because mm. I, was, I was in the middle of doing an apprenticeship, mm. a failed apprenticeship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... But like the radio was on and, and I'm walking past the radio and I'm hearing AFL coach Phil Walsh has, you know, died mm. and this and this was like five thirty in the morning. Mm. And I'm just standing there with my mouth open for about five minutes yeah. trying to figure out like what the hell is this? Like is this,
0: this isn't this isn't real?
1: Yeah, I was the same, I was at work and I heard it. So yeah, it's pretty shocked. So we one of the things you never forget. And then send Phil our condolences. Yeah, his whole family. All also, the, all it was the, very all rough.
2: The, all the best wishes to the, uh, yes. the Walshers. To his wife. Rest in peace. Yes. I, I think the drive home was, you know, so...
1: Surreal.
2: Surreal. It's like, like, because I was listening to the radio and there's like people calling up on mm. Triple M about Phil Walsh and it's like, that was just, you know, you just didn't know what the hell was going on. You still didn't know what the hell was going on. It's
0: like, is this still real? Like, it's, just,
1: mm. Yeah, it's just...
0: Well, we will celebrate his life with an amazing weekend of football. And
1: hopefully we'll cross and get a win. It's
0: the way Philba would have wanted. Yeah. So thank you for joining us this week on the A3 Footy Podcast. Make sure you follow us on all our socials, on Facebook, A3 Footy Podcast, on Instagram, at A3 Footy Podcast. We've got the email as well, a3footy at gmail.com. Make sure to send us anything you'd like, anything you'd like us to talk about, (laughs) any thoughts, any feelings about the footy. We're always happy to hear. And make sure to give us all your ratings and things on Spotify, iTunes, and the like. It helps the podcast get seen. And uh, so, if you enjoy us, share us around. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, we would be forever grateful.
1: <laughs> and what have you got to play us out, though?
2: Okay, I've been been pressing this for a couple of weeks now. <laughs> if you if you've tuned into the tail end of the show, been wanting to play this. It's uh, Mark Robert. It, it's labelled on YouTube the worst AFL inter- interview in history. This is Mark Robinson interviewing the. Coach I won't say great coach. The coach, right. the, the, the um,
0: right. yeah no, well screw him. The man,
2: the screw him. He sent Essendon in the dirt for a couple of years. Uh, the co- the then the ex coach James Heard. Enjoy
3: guys. I think a lot of Essendon fans out there want to know. A lot of a lot of senior media people have discussed your future. A lot of Essendon fans have been sitting around dinner tables thinking, what's James Heard going to do? Do you think that you are the right person to be coaching this this football club? If I didn't mark, we would be standing here right now. And we've got a game to play and we'll move on with that. Have you been annoyed last one? Have you been annoyed by this talk?
1: We've got a game to play, mate. What what do you think? (laughs) It's uh, it's not pleasant. We don't want to be here, but we are and we'll move on with the game. Thanks, guys. James Heard with us on AFL 360. How do you think that went? Not very well. No, I don't think it went
3: well either for our first major interview of the year. Let's be honest. (laughs)
0: Right. (laughs) I've been Alex Catalano. I've been Alex Miller. I've been Alex Doherty. And we will see you all next
3: week.